Welcome to the Primal Canadians podcast, where you can learn how to solve sophisticated problems with primal wisdom. And now your hosts, the Primal Canadians. Hey, welcome back to the Primal Canadians podcast. I'm your co-host, Lucas Steves, and today we're talking about some interesting topics, noise and vibration. Yeah, and I am TK, and I'm excited to dive into this topic. Uh, we're, we're always inundated with noise and vibrations this day and age. I think we always have been to a certain degree, but the frequency of the vibrations has changed significantly, and it's affecting our uh, state of being, our emotional uh, well-being and our health uh, to some degree uh, pretty much all the time so uh, we want to dive in and talk a little bit about uh, what it means to us what it means to you and how it might be affecting you yeah I mean noise is decidedly something that is not primal you know if you go out into the into the forest at night or even during the day and you just get quiet you do not hear a lot of noises you hear quiet noises, soft noises, but loud noises are something that is relatively new. I, I shouldn't say that. They're not relatively new, but the constant loud noises that we live around are relatively new. Um, for a lot of years, as humans were evolving, loud noise was a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they actually say b- infants are born with only two fears, falling and loud noises. Everything else is learned. But the fact that we're born with that instinctive fear of a loud noise tells me that on a primal level, we're wired to fear loud noises. It's a bad thing. And yet now we live in a world where we're surrounded by it pretty much all day, every day. Yeah, and it is art and it's artificial. Like I think uh, to a like here in Canada, we're pretty fortunate, you know, in the Rocky Mountains, w- the cold weather, we, we have really quiet times. When we go sit in the forest, it's not very loud. We hear a few birds. But if you go into like uh, different areas now, like jungles or uh, the Amazon, I've been to the Amazon yet, but, you know, even different places like closer to the hemisphere where it's a lot more active, there is a lot more like noise, buzzing, like natural sounds going on. Um, much more than there is here in Canada but uh, again it has a completely different uh, frequency and a completely different vibration to uh, technological noise yeah and it's it's a different sound level too you know it's like it's there's a lot of it there but it's not nearly as loud as a lot of what we experience in the modern technological world yeah I think especially in the cities there's always some type of uh, like just plugging your computer in it doesn't really make any it's not really loud but still it makes noise there's a vibration there as soon as it gets plugged in because there's energy moving back and forth there's electric energy that's getting transferred around and um you know the computer just makes noise doing that process same as with you know a cell phone or so many other digital things that we keep around us um a lot of uh, uh stuff that we have in the house like microwaves and stoves when we have those going they always have like this buzz or this noise going that kind of pollutes the air yeah it's that constant hum that you get used to um, so you don't really notice it but it's still there it's constant all the time Um, i don't know if you've ever had this experience but when i was in school oftentimes all the lights were always fluorescent and we'd be sitting there and once in a while for some reason or other the teacher would turn out the lights and every time that happened it was suddenly really quiet 
Like it didn't seem noisy with the lights on, but with the lights off, you suddenly realized, holy smokes, the lights actually buzz a lot. They make quite a bit of noise and you didn't notice it until they were off. And I often think about that, like how much of an effect that had on uh, people's ability to pay attention. The fact that you, people were getting tired by the end of the Mm -hmm. day uh, and all that stuff like that that constant noise and our brains having to constantly filter that out has to have some effect on us. Totally. It does. Like a lot of the things we feel like it's quiet. We, we don't consciously uh, hear the noise, but if there's a noise, our subconscious is hearing that and it's getting recorded into our brain. So uh, it's definitely happening. I know I had an experience similar to that uh, when I was in school with uh, a furnace, I was the first one in school. Uh, I was sitting there in the morning uh, by myself and all of a sudden the furnace shut down it's like the furnace uh it stopped going and the humming stopped and all of a sudden it was dead quiet and i was actually scared because i was sitting by myself wow isn't that interesting so yeah it seems like everywhere where there's power or something like that there is a noise going on and um it's uh constantly keeping our uh, it's keeping our brain going and it's keeping us revved up a lot of the time yeah, it stimulates our adrenaline in some cases. It stimulates, uh, it, it keeps us awake. It does all kinds of stuff. And it's just a constant, never-ending barrage of input for our brains. And when we're having input, we don't have time to truly rest. And I think in the modern world now, like even when you go to sleep, your your brain still listens for noise. Like there's a reason we wake up when we hear something. It's a survival mechanism. You know, mm-hmm. if there's a lion in camp, our ancestors needed to wake up. Yeah. And, and we still have that to this day. Sometimes it'll be a car driving by outside. Sometimes it'll be the furnace running. Like there's all these noises around us constantly. And like you say, we're listening to them. Our minds are constantly filtering them out. And it's taking energy to do that. And at the same time, it's preventing us from getting the proper rest. Yeah. I, yeah, I liked what you said with the adrenaline there because that's a, what it's really affecting is that central nervous system. Um, when our uh, adrenals just have to start pumping adrenaline into our blood, then, and that's like kind of leaking all the time, that can become very toxic when uh, it doesn't really shut off for us. It affects our sleep and our well-being uh, throughout the whole day and the night. Yeah, and not only that, when it's when anytime something is constantly any system, whether it's a biological system or mechanical, it doesn't matter. But anytime something is getting a whole lot, a, a small amount of input constantly, that when the time comes that it needs a large amount of input and it needs to be really effective, it's less so. Yeah. So I'll give you an example, like for like with adrenaline. Adrenaline has a very distinctive purpose in the human machine. You know, it's designed to stimulate the fight or flight, give us a huge burst of energy to get us out of dangerous situations or to protect us. Or like, It has a very distinct purpose. But when, our, when we're constantly getting little bits of adrenaline, it's leaking, like you said. When we need that big burst of adrenaline, we've sort of gotten used to it to some extent so it doesn't have nearly the same effect so you don't get say you hear a loud noise outside it doesn't and if it's okay if a a car drove through the window of the building you are it would make a very loud noise it would stimulate your adrenaline and you would run 
so that you didn't get hit by the car. That's yeah. fantastic. But if you've been getting that little bit of adrenaline all the time, you hear that noise and it doesn't trigger in your brain as being as important to notice. Yep. The adrenaline doesn't hit with the same effect and maybe you don't get out of there quite fast yep. enough. You get hit by that car. That's mm-hmm. kind of an extreme example, but it's it's very true when we're constantly surrounded by these noises and our adrenaline's constantly being stimulated yeah. when we need it it's not going to be there in yeah. the right capacity so there's definitely uh, a lot a lot of noise like in the current world that never existed you know even 10 20 or definitely like 100 years ago like um, most of the noise of today you know we didn't even see a few decades ago so what do you think like is it all bad is it all toxic or um, is there some some we should look out for more? That's a tough one. Um, in in the short answer, yes, it's all bad. It's all toxic. We shouldn't be surrounded by noises all the time that are unnatural. The reality of it is we are, and some of it is more dangerous than others. Mm-hmm. You know, the first thing I like to look at to decide whether a noise or or a vibration is important is the. Uh, how the the magnitude or the sound pressure of it how loud is it yeah if it's a really really quiet noise that's just in the background chances are good it's having less detrimental effect than a really loud noise that's right in your ear constantly yeah um that being said you may not notice the effects of the quieter noises as quickly but over time they might accumulate to be more dangerous um, the other thing to consider is frequency. There's a lot of studies that have been done on the effects of various frequencies on the human brain, and there's actually some uh, sort of more out there conspiracies talk about how the government has uh, learned to use different sound frequencies to control people's behavior and all kinds of stuff. And now wow. I, I don't necessarily know how much of that I believe, but I also I do know that... Um, police departments use this device called LRAD, which is a very loud, high-intensity noise, and it is one of the most effective riot control devices in the world. It is, it is such, it's a highly directed beam of sound that is so painful, like it, you feel it as a physical pain in your body, and it makes the crowd disperse without using any violence or weapons or things like that. Yeah. So the fact that things like that exist in this world make me think well noise is more powerful than we realize and these vibrations and frequencies have more effect than we realize so yeah i mean your question was what's most dangerous and is it all dangerous and uh, i think the louder it is the more dangerous it is i mean yeah. i think medical professionals can attest Mm -hmm. to that hearing loss rates can show that i mean and uh, occupational safety regulations show that yes loud noise is dangerous but all noise is dangerous on some level yeah but it it definitely sounds to me like there's a scale there's a spectrum on on good to bad so if something's like uh like a deep um never-ending like shrill uh kind of sound like a computer humming or buzzing um, that's not quite as loud could sound to me like it could be more detrimental than something that's like um, I know a, a bird is probably the opposite end of the spectrum now but like a bird yelling really loudly or even any type of animal or even a human talking in a in a in non, non-aggressive tone talking really loudly uh, like louder than the buzz it would probably not be as detrimental 
Yeah, I tend to agree. I, I, I sort of think about it like, what would our ancestors have listened to all day? And I, I tend to think those kind of noises, like you say, people talking, animals, birds, that yeah. sort of thing. I tend to think that those are less detrimental to human health. Right. Like music, loud music, something like that. Can yeah. Yeah. Loud music that could have serious effects. But it's just like the stuff that we evolved listening to, we've probably evolved to tolerate. Right. But the stuff that's relatively new, the technological noises, like you say, loud mm -hmm. music, machinery, cars, yeah. buzzing from computer fans and appliances, all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Those are the sort of noises that I, yeah. they're very new and humans haven't had time to yeah, evolve yeah. to deal with them. That makes total sense because it's pretty much the same way when, when we look at food, it pretty much works the same way. The stuff that's new, the stuff that's engineered now, it's bad for us. Uh, same with, with light, you know, like we, sunlight is one of the most uh, healing, powerful things for human beings. But artificial blue light is one of the most detrimental things for, for humans. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, I mean, that's how I gauge pretty much everything now, the days is like, would we have had it 2000 years ago? Yeah. If the answer is no, chances are that on some level, it's probably not doing us any good. Yeah. Or yeah. And, and, or it's completely unnecessary. Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah, we're, I, I feel like we're so, um, we're so inundated in a lot of ways like we we need of things that we need or you know our western way of living we we use a lot of tools we need a lot of this um we're always there's always a surrounding of you know new things or new ways to do something because that's how we are in the western world whereas you know if, it, if it's something that's new and as most things are less than 50 years old to human beings then it's something that our the humans still have to adapt to and it's not really healthy for us yet yeah exactly and it's just it causes so many problems that people don't even realize you know we've got uh, hearing loss at unprecedented rates in our older uh, generations and it seems like most people have just ex have uh, accepted that that's what happens as you get older your yeah. hearing deteriorates mm -hmm. But I tend to disagree. There, I've heard stories of some uh, only recently contacted tribes in Africa and some other parts of the world, and they've done tests on their older populations, and their hearing is still just as good as the young people. Yeah. So how much of that is a product of them not being surrounded and constantly inundated by these noises? Yeah, I'm totally with you, and I, I feel the same way about pretty much everything when we talk about like health concerns that you, you know are, are not feeling good because you're older now well age has nothing to, the, the year you were born has nothing to do with how good you feel or uh, how strong you are it has more to do with with lifestyle habits and uh, the types of stuff that you consume yourself with like yeah. sounds yeah and just this general state of the world you were born into yeah you know, and you were born into the industrialized world you're surrounded by a lot of industrial problems that cause a lot of the deterioration. Yeah. So we're overrun by uh, a ton of like new noises, new types of noises, new types of frequencies. And uh, there's a lot of them. They're hard to get away from. Um, and we need a lot of them. We simply need a lot of them to get from day to day and sometimes even to survive. So what are some ways that we can protect ourselves from it? Or what can we do to, um, to, to stay above so we don't get like drowned out or taken under by uh, just too many t noises and 
vibrations? Well, I think the first, the most important thing is to be aware of it, you know, and to, to take some time and actually go through your home and see wh what possible sources of noise there could be. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of it is very quiet. We don't notice it. So if we don't actually take the time to consciously look for it, yep. you don't notice it. Um, I think it's also important that we create spaces or find spaces for ourselves where those noises don't exist. Yeah. So that we can at least get away from them mm -hmm. uh, from time to time and allow ourselves to recalibrate and repair some of the damage that's been mm -hmm. done by it. So uh, I think a really good thing to do is make sure your bedroom is as quiet as possible. Yeah. Um, like just making sure you're not, you don't have fans running all night. If you, if possible, make sure there's um, dampening on your furnace vents so you don't hear them running. Yeah. Uh, keep any computers, things like that out so you don't have the mm -hmm. fan noises, all that kind of stuff. I think that's a really great place to start. Yeah. Um, another thing that's common, especially in the industrial world, is hearing protection. Mm -hmm. It seems like a little, a simple little thing, but it can make a huge difference on the sound pressure that actually reaches our eardrums, which affects the way the sounds trigger our adrenal system. You know, when you're standing beside a piece of running machinery uh, without hearing protection, your adrenals are going to fire a lot harder than when you're standing beside that same machinery with the earplugs in. Yeah. Uh, so there's that you can do. Um, and then you're really just paying attention, you know, when you're, when you're in high noise environments, check how much time you're spending in them and make yeah. sure you get yourself out. Uh, occupational health and safety in Alberta, and I'm pretty sure most of Canada, if not the whole world, has noise exposure limits. And mm. those limits are separate from uh, hearing protection. It's like regardless of hearing protection or not, you can only spend a certain length of time around a certain noise levels. Yeah. Because they're, it, they're, it's shown there are detrimental effects. It affects your yeah. internal organs. It affects your digestion. It mm -hmm. affects all kinds of wow. things that you don't realize. Well, that means a lot in saying like how, how toxic and noise actually can be. Um, but I, I really liked what you said, like <clears throat> in the bedroom, keeping that, uh, keeping that like, um, you know, keeping the noises down. And I think also like throughout the house, like unpowering, shutting down equipment that isn't being used, like um, a speaker or a computer, a TV. I think, I mean, TVs is, um, TV is like junk food. You know, the standard Western person just uh, will turn on their TV just because they're awake. Um, or just because they've come into the house, they'll turn on, they'll turn that TV on and it's just kind of going in the background. And especially when there's something low frequency on there, like a horror movie or like, uh, like news, it can, it can really have such a bad effect on, uh, on, hu on, you know, our, hu on, on our emotional being, our emotional self. Yeah, that's a great point. Just, yeah, shutting off all that uh, extra equipment and making sure that any the sources of noise in our lives are only making noise when we absolutely need them to be. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a great way to keep ourselves isolated from that. Yeah. So what about like a grounding uh, technology or electronics? I, I mean, probably most of them are properly or supposedly properly equipped to be grounded properly. But if there, you know, maybe there's some equipment that you can uh, you can quiet the noise more by grounding them. That's an interesting one. I mean, 
I don't really know much about that. I know with like audio equipment and things like that, when you have an improper ground, often um, it'll make it'll hum more and things like okay. that. So I think making sure that your uh, like your grounding pins on your outlets and things like that are intact, uh, that sort of thing, I think definitely will help eliminate a little bit of the buzz and hum that you get from some electronic equipment. But I'm really no expert there, so I couldn't yeah. tell you. It's uh, it's kind of interesting. I feel that you know the you plug in here in Canada, America. Um, you plug in. There's two prongs, and sometimes there's three. I feel like, and you know, the third one is is that that's the grounding prong, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel that if you have a device, if if you have a choice of a device, the one with the grounding prong would probably be better suited for um, uh, you know mitigating that uh, the noise pollution. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I don't think there's any evidence to suggest yes or no to right, that yeah, but yeah. i mean i i'm as i'm good with gut feelings if it seems like a better idea why not yeah 100 percent. well i mean i don't really um it's sometimes good to have evidence and sometimes we, we want to see or hear evidence but i think gut feeling and intuition is far more important because unless there's um unless there's a way to make money there's not going to be any research around it there just isn't like it uh, it funding for something like that is always very expensive so in or or before there is the funding for it and even after there is the funding there's going to be some type of thing where it can start making more money so a lot of the things that we really need to have or need to know to protect ourselves we need to be able to figure that out without without you know uh, waiting on research to discover it yeah exactly i mean sometimes we just need to try things out experiment for ourselves and see what makes us feel good what makes us feel bad and f f discover for ourselves 100 percent. that's how we learned for thousands of years right yeah <laughs> exactly and i mean anytime there's research involved there's usually ulterior motives i mean we could do a whole episode on research that's been used to drive public opinion in certain directions so yeah that's mean it, yeah that's an important point to consider that you brought up there yeah totally because it it just goes against often it just simply goes against a primal way of uh, the primal way of living or primal you know just just being primal because there's there's an agenda or a bias to it pretty much all the time yeah totally so we've talked a lot about noise what about vibrations have, hmm. you, have you ever considered vibrations or uh, the effect of vibrations? You know, like I've, I've seen a lot of medical devices that rely on vibrations to do good things for our bodies. But where's the balance? Yeah. Huh. Um, well, I'm guessing that, again, the frequency of them, would, it, ha it has to be the right frequency for it to actually be healing, to be helpful. Um, but I've I, not that I've speculated on it too much before, but I've definitely noticed certain things like standing in a in an electrical room with transformers and stuff like that. Um, they have like a really strong vibration. And I've noticed that when you shut it off, then all of a sudden you're calm or when you go inside a door that's like a heavy door that's sealed or you go outside, whichever side the noise is and that once you close it, then I've noticed that all of a sudden I'm a lot more calm. I'm a lot more uh, relaxed when the vibration is not there. That's interesting that you say that. Years ago, I read a thing about a study that was done on haunted places. And stick with me on this one. Okay. 
they there's this team that went and they did an investigation on some places in the world that were generally considered to be the most haunted places in the world. And something that was kind of interesting was they found that in almost all of those places there were low frequency vibrations. Huh. And they were they were subaudible tones, which means frequencies too low for us to actually hear. Wow. But our bodies feel them. So when I read that, I got to thinking, and it, and it just goes along so well with what you're saying, how like a, an electrical room, when you shut down the power, suddenly you feel better. You feel more mm-hmm. at ease, more calm. And it's like there's these low-frequency vibrations in these haunted places. I wonder if that's why people think they're haunted. You go in and you suddenly get this uneasy feeling. Are you feeling uneasy because it's a ghost or are you feeling uneasy because there's a weird vibration? Yeah, yeah, right. So I've always thought that was kind of interesting and I really haven't done enough research to know, but I know like vibrations have a huge effect on us uh, as humans. Um, I've worked in the construction industry and also in the tree care industry quite a lot. And with chainsaws and things like that, there's a, an issue known as white finger or Kleinfelter syndrome, I think where when you use a chainsaw or a vibrating hand tool for too long, you have no circulation to your fingers anymore. Wow. And it's just because you're holding on to that machine and it's vibrating mm-hmm. and it's, it's rattling all the arteries in your arms and it's sh- moving your nerves around in weird ways. It's yeah, damaging yeah. your joints and your ligaments and your bones and it's doing all kinds of bad stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's a little bit of a different kind of vibration, but still, it's it's a vibration doing damage. So yeah. it's very clear that vibrations can do a lot of damage. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I can uh, definitely relate to that. Like, I've held a jackhammer for, like, hours at a time, and I felt, like, pretty numb or, you know, like, even having, like, a weird, weird, like, back pain or something like that because you feel numbed or, uh, like you said, I think it interferes with the nerves and how uh, how it's working. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty fascinating. Yeah, I mean, people all operate on some particular frequency, and vibrations outside of that frequency affect us physiologically, mentally, like in all kinds of different ways. And it's important to be cognizant of that and to yeah. recognize the effects, at least so that we can be aware of it. You know, sometimes when you've got a headache at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you might not always think well what was what was vibrating my head today right yeah you know chances are huh. that there there might have been something doing that and mm-hmm. for most people it's not really on their radar it's not yeah. something they consider all that heavily but i think it's something that should be considered more fully agree and i think also like talking about like um vibrations and 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 that it has a lot to do not just with like human health it has a lot to do with the health of the planet like how is it affecting uh, nature how is it affecting the birds and the wildlife and and that kind of thing like you know like uh, tons of cell phone towers uh, miles of um, um, uh, power lines you know like you stand underneath the power line and there's a certain certain vibration or a certain frequency coming off of that that you can very clearly hear yeah you hear that buzzing noise yeah and especially along like main main roads they're like they're they're huge there's like you know six eight ten and often way more when you get to like major cities um of lines running and how much do they actually affect nature um and and wildlife that are living in the plains yeah totally well and even like um think about um 
animals. It's, it's anecdotal, but I've heard lots of stories about how uh, before earthquakes, animals will all leave. And that makes me think, like, what what is it about the vibrations, the the early tremors of the earthquake that they pick up, and it it instinctively makes them run. Wow. So if that's happening, if that happens, like what is it about our modern world that's making us as humans instinctively want to run? And maybe we don't know where that feeling is. Maybe that's one of the reasons people are dealing with so much anxiety these days. We're, we're feeling the effects of the vibrations in the world around us and we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And we don't necessarily know, like we don't have the congruence to see uh, what what's causing the effect and we don't know what it is we need to do we just feel this sense of urgency all the time because of this vibrations like i need to get out of here i need to get out of here yeah but i don't know where i need to go and i don't know why i need to leave yeah yeah well i think the answer is probably the same thing what it's been for so many other issues that we've talked about here on this show is just get out into nature get away from all the city frequencies the, the 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 new the new life um, all the technology and that kind of stuff just get out into nature like if i go camping or go for a hike somewhere i purposely try and pick a spot where there's no cell phone service i want to make sure that i'm as far away from uh human frequencies uh, of arti- so i'll say artificial frequencies as i can be and if i'm if i get to a spot where i've lost the cell phone signal then i'm in the best spot that i could be i feel yeah totally i mean really the only important vibration for us is the frequency of our heartbeat pretty much yeah pay pay attention to that in your breathing and get away from everything else once in a while i think can do nothing but good for our Mm -hmm. health and i think you'll naturally tune into like the the higher frequencies like you know the birds the trees the wind that kind of stuff you'll be way more in tune with it and uh, those are the more healing sounds that will uh will lift you up yeah, exactly. Not to mention, you'll get some peace and quiet. You'll be able to hear yourself think a bit better. Maybe you'll have some good ideas that have been drowned out by the modern f- vibrations. Yeah, 100%. This is a really interesting topic that I've re- I want to do more research on and I want to learn more about. I'm curious if any of our listeners have any experiences with noise and vibration and things like that that they want to share. If you do, hit us up on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the Primal Canadians. Drop us a comment. Let us know about how noise has affected your life in a good or bad way. I really, I really am curious to know. Yeah, let's get the conversation started. Also, if there's any comments or feedbacks, be sure to leave those as well. Comment on any of the podcast platforms. And also be sure to share it with someone that would like it or think that could benefit from any of the episodes that you're hearing from us. Yeah, exactly. We really want this to be a two-way conversation. It's not just us here talking to you once a week. We want to hear back from you. We want your suggestions about how we can improve it, better ideas, things we can talk about, all kinds of stuff. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, whatever it is, reach out to us and, uh, and let's have a conversation. Yep. And thank you in advance for helping us get the word out there. Absolutely. Until next time, keep it primal. Tune in next time for more Primal Conversations.